Hello, welcome back to the Talking Dad podcast. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Andy Ellis. Andy is an actor, a dad, and a filmmaker. Hello, Andy. How are you doing? Hello, Jamie, mate. I'm all right, mate. You? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, just working through a few technical issues, which uh, we've just been chatting about. And, you know, it's always a good icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse, um, nothing better to break the ice is than a bit of Zoom technical difficulties or Definitely. Teams or whatever you're using. Definitely. So, how's your week been? Have you uh, you had a busy week? Yeah, fairly busy, mate. Yes. So, I've I've got a production company right in the top. Weirdly enough, I didn't do that on purpose. I promise. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah. So, I've got a little production company, and um, we're just trying to get a few projects off the ground. We've just moved into a new office, um, so everything's a little bit hectic at the minute, really. Um, but good fun. I'd rather be doing that than other things I've done over the years to keep the lights on so definitely yeah yeah I'm, I'm in high spirits because uh I'm off tomorrow I'm off work tomorrow so it's uh, oh nice it's, uh, yeah the, today's my Friday so I'm just nice easy evening lovely man yeah there's not better than a, a bit of a longer weekend is there that's it yeah um right okay so do you want to start off by telling us all about your dad life and who's in your family yeah so uh I have got three girls uh my eldest is nine just turned nine uh my middle girl is four and then we've got a three month old as well so that that adds to the hecticness that i mentioned two minutes ago (laughs) um and obviously my wife two dogs i thought they were in there i'm in their room you see i'm in the dog's room recording this so all right um, i say the dog's room i'm not that partial it's the what it's the 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 what do you, what does what does me missus call it? What's the word? The 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 all want nowadays. The when when we were like looking at houses and stuff, it was always got to have a where you do your washing? What's the uh, right name for it? Laundry room, it? but they've got they've got a posh name now. An, out, they? an outhouse. <laughs> it's not an outhouse. That'd be that'd be unposh. That'd be count. Back, back in the day, we've... that'd be back in. That's what I'd call it. I don't <laughs> think what it's called. Like a laundry room, but they've got a posh name for it, and it's the new in thing. Like oh, we've got to have a. What is, laundry the, room. What, what is the bloody name for it now? Because I'm it, sure it, it'll come to me. I'm sat in the dining room looking across at it's open plan, so I'm looking across at my kitchen, and mm. I know what I know. One day my missus wants a door putting in there, and That's she what wants, we've done, yeah, and she wants one, but I, I can't think for the life of me now what it's called either. <laughs> I don't know. They probably it's probably seen it on TikTok. Oh, I want one of them. Right? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a room where you put washing baskets. It's just it? yeah, and it ends up like you know. Uh, yeah, I've got washing all around me. Yeah, I've had to take the ironing board off the hook so I look a bit sane. Um, and then we've got the, the dogs sleeping here. So yeah, it's been, it's coming useful. It's coming useful. That's it. Yeah, handy, <laughs> handy little podcast studio for you. It is. It's been, well, that was one of my stipulations. I was like, if I can have a, a bit of a desk and that in there, I'm fine. I'm fine yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got you've got a nine, a four, and a three month old. That's um, some some gap in between them, isn't there? Four years in between each one, yeah. yeah. Um, the hospital, as we were leaving last time, was sort of cheekily saying, see you again in four years, like, come round like a World Cup or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's nice. It's a nice gap. Um, I remember when we had our, our first, and I always sort of, because there's four years between me and my sister, to be fair, so it's probably that, but I just sort of, I remember saying to my wife, like, if we have another one, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. A lot of people do the two under two thing, which mm. is great, because... Once they get to school age, you kind of, you know, you kind of get back in the swing of, of your own life sort of thing, don't you? Um, 
But I, I just like that, you know, giving them that bit of time. And then, um, uh, like I say, I always used to say to my wife, like, we'll have another one when, like, Phoebe, my eldest, is sort of old enough to kind of help, not help out. Like, we've not got to, like, you know, put it to bed or anything like that. Don't worry, guys. But, you know, just enjoy it with us. You know, like she's she helps out changing little nappies and stuff. And now my middle child gets that and she kind of helps us out doing little things and, you know, just learning a bit more, I guess, which is yeah, nice. They can get involved a little bit more, can't they? Yeah, yeah. It was a good age, isn't it? Because you're kind of in school, so you kind of, like reception age, you're sort of mixing with other kids. So you're getting that social um, kind of, you know, building that kind of social connections and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, let me throw a baby in the mix, see how that works. Well, yeah, <laughs> keep keep doing it to yourself, don't you? <laughs> well, this this that's it now. <laughs> is, that, is that for sure? Yeah, yeah, three's, three's different, man. Three's, how, how many have you got, Jamie? I've, I've got two. I've got two. Two, yeah. Three's, I mean, two two's amazing. And then, you know, I, I sort of said to my wife when we were planning our third, I was like, in a way, three is almost as much of a life change as one. Because if you have one, you sort of may as well have two. Because nothing really massively drastically changes. Obviously, you sleepless nights and all that kind of stuff that you get through anyway. But then when you have like everything's packaged for four, isn't it? Everything, holidays, family of four, um, you know, theme park entrances, cheaper if you buy a family of four or anything like that. pork chops in Aldi. You know, you, you get four portions. <laughs> yeah, everything's four. It's almost a bigger life change, you know. Cars, I mean, seat five, but comfortably, most. <laughs> I remember a woman I used to work with years ago, back before we had kids, and she always used to say that. She always used to say everything's geared up for like four family or four. It is, and um, so I think, but she, she had two older ones, and then they wanted to try again for a third. Um, yeah, they had two girls. They wanted a boy, and she ended up having twins. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. Nothing's geared up for a family of six. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's got a bad idea. What do they call it? it? The, the the nuclear family, don't they, they call it? You know, <laughs> that actually kind of normal sort of family you sort of see on the TV and stuff, and that isn't it. So I think that is the kind of natural swing. And then, but then, you know, when, when, when we, we had our third, like people do, people were going, oh, you're mad and all that. And then, like, my best mate was going, oh, you're mad. And I was like, you've got like three, you're you're one of four. Like it's, it was the done thing years ago. My my dad is one of a lot. I don't even know. There's about seven of them. Do you know what I mean? And my wife's dad's the same. There's about seven or eight of them. Like it was the, the done thing back in the day, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that has any, any bearing on what your decisions are when you come to have a family of your own? Um. Don't know really, mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, grew up with 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 one sister. I've got a uh, like a a, a a another sister um, who, who I don't live with and stuff, but grew up in that kind of nuclear family unit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess I guess so. I I kind of you do, don't you? You always sort of think when when you're younger, you have kids, and and I, and I guess a lot of lads. I was very much like, yeah, grab a lad, grab a boy, and then yeah. you know a little girl, um, and uh, yeah, I've got three girls, and I won't change them for the world. But yeah, it, you, it just like you say, when we had our second, I don't think me and my wife were done. We were kind of like, yeah, I think we'll have another. Right. But then uh, this mad thing happened. I don't know if you've 
um, heard about it. it was this virus thing that just sort of kept everyone inside for a bit. It went under the radar a little bit, but that, yeah. that happened. Yeah. And, yeah, um, that yeah. kind of changed our plans for a, for a good while because <laughs> that was a, that was an event. I mean, you'll know as well. That was a, an adventure in itself. Trying to have uh, kids, kids through COVID. Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, we we were doing house renovations at the same time. Oh, yeah. The podcast listeners have heard all about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You don't. But let's not go on to COVID and stuff like that because um, everyone's done it now, haven't they? Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've got a younger sister, so I'm used to coming from that sort of two sibling family, and we've got two now. So I thought, you know, I'm quite happy with that. I'd be quite happy with that, but. My wife comes from a three sibling family, so she's always had ideas that three's the number. So there's yeah. there's discussions there, but I've got two boys, so I mean um two and seven. So, you know, life's pretty hectic and busy and they keep us on our toes. Yeah. And I, you know, I think I'll be it'll be guaranteed that if I went for another, it'd be another boy and it'd be the worst of the lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we were like, because because I've got uh my family's quite mixed, sort of gender-wise. There's a lot of boys, a lot of girls. I've got a, a sister, and then my mum's sister, she had a boy and a girl, and, you know, pretty much all saying that, my mum was two girls, actually, so maybe, yeah. But my wife's literally um, the last lad that was born in my wife's family is, like, 52. Right. So they're all girls. Like, there's her and a sister. Um, a mum's brother's got, like four girls so we had a girl we found out with our first and we were like oh obviously it's a girl and then with our second we didn't find out so i was like oh is it going to be a boy is it going to be a boy and you do and then when the boy you just don't care he's like it, it doesn't matter like and then we did the same with our third you know we kind of convinced ourselves because the pregnancy was really different and all that kind of stuff oh, you, you you've got heartburn that means it's a boy all them kind of myths that people bring out of the woodwork um, and and then yeah, another girl, and it was like instantly like I don't care. <laughs> I've got a little girl, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I start I start to look ahead a little bit, get, carry away with myself, and think. And I have two teenage lads in the house. That's going to be tough, isn't it? But then when I speak to people that have got girls, they say, "Well, they think what it's going to be like when you've got teenage girls in the house." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like you say, is is, is the dad, and, and I tell you what, mate. I don't know if it's the same with lads, but. I, I mean, my nine-year-old, near enough for teenager. That, like, just nowadays with, you know, technology, the things that they're into, and I say that like I'm dead old. Like, I didn't have a Game Boy in that when I was a kid. You know what I mean? But like, I was just playing with an abacus. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the world's well different. Um, our parents probably felt the same, and their parents probably felt the same. But I just think nowadays, like, kids grow up rapid, rapid. You know what I mean? So it feels like I've almost got a teenage now, which is scary. God, yeah. It starts <laughs> too early and then you've got to go the whole the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's partly down to school and it's partly down to the internet, isn't it, that they sort of just grow up so, so fast. Their friends have got something and they want to have it. And you just yeah. Can't, we, you can't control that, can you, as a parent? No. And we've just sort of done that with, with our nine-year-old now, like, you know, it was a birthday recently. I really want a phone. And I'm like, nah, not a chance. You're nine, not a chance. But then literally all the friends at school have, apparently, that's what she tells us, but oh, yeah. the friends that we know, the friends that we do know do have them. And I'm 
you know, it took a lot of convincing for my wife to be like, look, let's 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 just get one, see how it goes. But you can't. It's 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 one of them, isn't it? You know, I, I was lucky, like, you know, I'm from a proper working class background. My mum and dad, not like, I'm not saying that like. Um, Victoria Beckham here. My wife's not going to pop in in a minute and say me. My mum drove me to school in a Bentley. You know, I'm from a, a working class background, um, and my mum and dad worked hard. And but we always had. Do you know what I mean? I was always one of them kids, and in school, like I never felt um, like I, I went without. And 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 and, and you know, I did, didn't. I don't want that for my kids either. I don't want them to go to school and feel like they're missing out on something that they've not got something that. Ed- and you shouldn't think like that, really. But you kind of do, don't you? you? Kind of, especially in the world that we live in now. You don't want them to be, oh, you've not got this. Why aren't you allowed that? And and, and think kids are horrible sometimes to each other out in school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that pe- parent guilt kicks in, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just a little thing. Like I always say, I, sounds weird, but I said it to my wife about what kind of around is like. You know, I remember going to school, and and like we had like we had Sky. And, and like the kids that had Sky could watch Pokemon. Like you chat about it on wrestling, WWF, as it was called then. You know, you, you chat about it and then you'd notice the kids that didn't and I, they they were left out and sort of, do you know what I mean? And, and it, it's weird, but it's, it's something I don't want for it. I don't want to be left out. So have you got any recent rewards or challenges that have cropped up? Um. What do you mean by rewards or challenges? In, in parenting, you mean? Yeah, I would say like little little parenting wins where you think, you know, that was a that was a good moment or that was a good day or something that might have been yeah something that the kids might have been finding difficult or challenging. Uh, we were at my middle child's. It's weird to say middle child. Is there a better word for it out there? I don't yeah. like that word for some reason. My second child. Second child, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, her uh, parents' evening was was tonight, and she is typical second child. Since, yeah. Um, and we were blown away by what our teacher was saying. Our teacher was like, "She's amazing. She's lovely. She's not that she's not, but she's very much that second. She is very kind of, you know, she's quite stroppy." But it's cute. Um, and so that was nice. That was a good win. We were like, oh, she's, she's good in school. She's doing well there. Like, that's that's amazing. Um, so I had that one. And then I had one inadvertently yesterday as well. And it was one of them where it kind of, it, it's it's an old uh, reward, but it kind of came back round. And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, so during the, 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 the COVID thing that we're not going to go into, um, <laughs> Marcus Rashford, remember when he did the school, uh, getting school yeah. meals for kids and stuff, um, who obviously weren't allowed to be in school. Um, <clears throat> when he overturned Parliament, we made a banner, me and a couple of my mates made this banner, uh, Boris Nil Rashford won, yeah. and we hung it up um, on the Welcome to Withenshaw sign. And um, it, it, it went viral overnight. It went crazy. I was doing a podcast the next day talking about it. Um, but it's it's now in the National Football Museum in oh, Manchester, yeah. and um, there was a bloke on the tram yesterday on my way into town, and he, he was he was chatting to me about. It. He said, "Oh, you know, the the banner and all that." And I was like, "Oh yeah," and he went, and I said, "I've not even been yet. I've not been and seen it." And he went, "Oh, you've got to, you've got to go and see it. Get a picture of your kids in front of it. They'll remember that forever." And I went, "Hang on," skip through my phone. And I went, 
got a picture of my eldest there with it on my washing line. That's better, right? Yeah. <laughs> when we made it. <laughs> so that was a nice little win, you know what I mean? Teaching her to uh, be political at like four or whatever she was then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on the other side of that then, have you had any little challenges that have, that have come up? Uh, I've got a three-month-old, Jamie. I've just... <laughs> <laughs> Um, my, my eldest, I think through after COVID and stuff, before that, she was very, um, her own little person. She was very confident, proper little, you know, talk to anyone. We took her to Disney World at the end of 2019. She was five and she went on every ride she could go on, didn't care, all that. Um, and then post so early 2021 um no middle of 2021 anyway i went away and did uh, spent four months working away on a, a tv show um and it was the first you know throughout the pandemic i was there all the time my wife's a nurse so she was working um and 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 yeah not long after all the restrictions ended daddy went away for four months um and about a month or so after I got back, she uh, she, she started with like really bad anxiety. I completely, you know, became a different kid in a way. Not, you know, she's still the same kid and she's still lovely and, and all that. And, and, and I love her to bits. But just seeing her go from this really confident, doesn't care about, you know, the big rides and all that, you know, um, and and so that that's been a, a big challenge really because it comes and goes now. We kind of got to a really good place with it, um, and then it come back, and then you get to a good place with it, and 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 the past sort of three three weeks we're in we're in one of them things where it's kind of come back. I think it's changed. They've gone back to school recently, and she's got a new teacher. She really loved a teacher last year, um, and and you know it's 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 things like that like. We we had her parents evening the other day, and, and most of the conversation was about how they're helping her to cope with with her anxiety and, and things like that. Um, and 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 I think it is. I think you know. I, I said it then. You know what what they went through throughout that. You know, we. I remember saying it to my wife during it, like we'll never know how they feel yeah. with anything else. You know when we do go to a theme park and we're in a queue for a line, I know how she feels because I've been a kid queuing up in a theme park or when, you know, your hamster dies or something. I know how she'll feel because I've had a hamster, but th- there's no comparison because we never had anything like that happen to us at that age. We had it happen to us at this age. So, yeah. you know, I think it's just one of them things where, because they say, don't they, a lot of, a lot of kids now are, are suffering with, with, with anxiety and, and stuff. I think there was a statistic the other day, it's gone up like 40%, which is a lot. It's a, a big lot. number, yeah, yeah. It's a big number, man. And, and you know, it's, uh, but yeah, we're coping with it. It's a challenge, but she's she's brilliant and she's really clever and she's re- she is really confident, you know. Um, against my kind of best wishes, she wanted to start doing acting classes. Um, and I was like, please don't want to be an actor. Don't, don't do a off, proper job. Put her off the family business. <laughs> it's one of them, mate. It's so hard. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people don't. I, I had a friend the other day who um, uh, she was telling me that she was going for a job interview and she was really nervous. And I was like, you're preaching to the choir here. She went, what do you mean? I went, well, that's like 95% of my job. 
Yeah. She was like, what? what? And, she, and it clicked in her hand. She went, oh, yeah, I went auditions, the job interviews. So, you know, yeah, you interview all the time, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what? What's, I don't know what the statistic is. It's probably different in my case because it's probably higher. But, you know, you get you don't get like 90, 90% odd percent of them. It's rejection, 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 rejection. And it's fine when you're a kid. I started acting at 15. Brushes off your shoulders. You don't care. Right, but yeah. when you get older and it starts to mean stuff and you're going could do with that job you know to yeah, kind of yeah. feed the kids and that it then becomes like i really need this job yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was something that i'd never i'd never like would ever go oh i'd love my kids to be actors like me um but she she loves it and she really wanted to go to this acting class and i was like yeah go for it and especially with the anxiety stuff i'm like that's where you can be yourself you can be confident you can experiment with characters and all that kind of stuff and, and open up. So she, I think that's helping her a lot, which is great. Yeah. Must be, must be helpful to her, sort of help her to come out of a shell and break that, um, that feeling of anxiety a little bit. I think, yeah. I think they all, the, the, most of them are probably going to struggle with it at certain points in the next few years. I think my, my seven year old, he, and it's a little bit different from school to school, but, he went into the, the start of the school and it was all fun time, play time. And it's like, they've just come back and they've not been allowed to go to nursery and all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden they're in reception and they're having fun mm. again. They're being allowed to play and do what they want to do. And the teacher was fun. And then they go up a year and things start to change a bit. They've got to do a bit more work and it starts to get a bit yeah, more serious, yeah. but there's still play time. And then they go up another year. So then last year he, he found it a bit more difficult because it was a bit more strict and, structured and, and I don't think he enjoyed it as much. Whereas this year he's gone back and so far he's, he's done really well and um, he's been really enjoying it. And I think a change of teacher can do that and work wonders for them sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It can go either way, can't it? You know, and, and, and you know, luckily the, the school that mine go to are really good with it. Like they're all really, really good with it. And it's just understanding it. Like I say there, you know, going back to school, I, I you know, it was only, Three years ago, we would tell them they can't go near grandma. Don't go near yeah. grandma. Don't go near three feet or whatever. What? Yeah. With that? You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't can't cuddle. Can't what? Crazy, crazy. But you know, don't uh, Yeah, it, uh, yeah. I think you're right. I think most most kids will kind of that were of that age that realised what was going on will kind of at some point chat about it or or you know. There'll be some repercussions, I'm sure. I imagine some of them kids that have had to go through that might grow up and make some great um, films out of it, some great TV series out of it, you know? Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We, I mean, we're all, like you say, we didn't want to make this podcast about this, but we're all really bored of talking about it in a minute, but give it 10, 20 years and we'll be like, oh, yeah, I'd love to watch something about that, actually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, people <laughs> like watching um, period dramas, don't they? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> It'll come back around. It's not 1920s Downton Abbey. It's 2020s down in your own house. Okay. Was there any advice that was given to you about the kids or maybe thinking back to when you had your first that you maybe didn't think anything of, but it became some sort of life life lesson, something to live by or or on the other side of that, you know, something that you just think I never took advice on at all. Which uh, Which route did you go? Um, I don't know really. That was one when you sent over the questions. I was like, 
have I ever really had any advice? I don't, I don't know. Like my my family, I I come from a big family, like like I said before, and there's always been kids. There's always been little ones, you know. Um, there's never not been a baby really in the family. So I've grown up around kids. Like when I first met my wife, I was practically a sort of like father figure to my nephew. Like I had him every weekend from him being a little a baby sort of thing and you know stuff like that so when I first got my wife like we used to take him out together and and, and all things like that so I've, I've never really had any kind of ad- advice I think because of that I think the advice which was probably never said but was like you know just inbred within my family is just like showering with love man do you know what I mean like my like I come from a very loving family, like everyone's very close and we're all really like, you know, um, really close and tight knit and, 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 you know, everyone gets everyone Christmas presents. Like my wife found that weird. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you get like your cousin and their kids and then they're, and they're like, yeah, like my Christmas list, like 30 people long. She's like, I get my sister and my mum and my dad. Yeah. I'm like, wow, blew my mind. I was like, we don't anymore, love. <laughs> but, you know, I think that's the thing. It's just showing that kind and, and not through, like you say, not through money and, and stuff like that, material things, but just, you know, having that closeness with them. You know, you can ring me up, you can chat to me and all that kind of stuff. Like we're there for each other and family parties and getting together and stuff. So I think that's probably... The, the, the advice is just you know show show them the look show them that you're there for them do you know what I mean I've, I, again you know being an actor you know there's been times where I've been mad skin you know trying to chase being an actor as a you know 18 19 year old kid is hard because all your mates have got real jobs and they're all earning X amount a year and getting monthly salaries and stuff and you're kind of borrowing off grandma, borrowing off, do you know what I mean? Like things like that, like it was always like, it, it was always there if I needed it and stuff like that. And I want to kind of make sure that I can hopefully do that for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be borrowing off them to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I need train fare to London. <laughs> Go away, dad. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Um, so I, I always kind of ask that question because I mean, some people have, have got, that one sentence that someone said to them and, and, and like when the baby arrived, it just hit them. And all of a sudden, you know, it, it's that moment yeah. of, oh, that advice has, has, has just stuck with me forever. And then there's other people like yourself who, who have got a little bit more in depth to it and, and something that was, you know, it wasn't a conversation, but it was just something that you've been brought up on. Yeah. And, someone um, did say to me once it was, it was, and, and, I, and I, apparently it's a, it's a really like known little rhyme and I don't know all of it. It's got a swear word in it, man. I have to swear on it. Yeah, you're okay. It's something like, oh, they fuck you up, your mum and dad, even though they don't mean to. Or something. Like, have you heard the rhyme? I think so. It's like an old rhyme. And, and um, I think I was chatting to, uh, and, I, and I was working on this thing a few years ago, and uh, an actress called Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah. Uh, she was in my family, weirdly enough, which I loved, which is a, a, yes. a, a great family show, and Harry Potter and, and stuff like that. And it, and, it, and I think I was talking about the kids because I think at the time my second child was like really little and we talk about kids and she said, oh yeah, you know, they fuck you up, your mum and dad, even though they don't mean to and carried on the rhyme. And I was like, oh, I don't like, what? <laughs> and what do you mean by that? And she went, 
she she explained it and she was like, no matter what you do, even if you do things with the best intentions, it'll probably have some negative effects on your kid down yeah. the line. Do you know what I mean? Again, because like my like I say, my family were really close and all that, and my mum like showered me with love and all that. It, it probably has had some negative effects that I've had or I've dealt with. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing. There's no, no rhyme or reason to parenting. Every I think that'd be the advice is every parent parents different. Yeah, definitely. And there's no right and wrong answers, and no matter what you do, it might be the wrong thing, even if you think it's the right thing. <laughs> that's that's the exact reason that that question's still in there. Because yeah, what you what you say it could be completely different to the next person I speak to, but the person listening might need to hear it. So that's why it's yeah. There. We're at the section where we get to talk about hobbies and interests, things that allow you to stay Andy and not just be known as Dad. And uh, you know, where do you want to start with that? I imagine you've got quite a lot going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, um, acting is is you know a hobby that's become a job i guess uh and you know it's something that i've 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 had an interest in since i was a kid uh since i was quite young um school plays and christmas shows and all that i just loved it i, I was the loud kid at school i was this i was the naughty i was my second child i was quite you know i was quite loud and naughty and and, and, and i think someone just went go in that room go and do it in there I've got something for and, you. Uh, i loved it yeah, yeah, and I loved it, and and, and I've turned it into a career, which is amazing. You know, I've been doing it eighteen years this year, nineteen years, yeah, eighteen years this year, um, and and so that, yeah, that there's that. Um, I love, I'm a I'm a big nerd. You know, I love sci-fi, and anything Star Wars or, uh, you know, Harry Potter, all that kind of stuff. I'm a massive nerd. Pokemon. Yeah. Is like something that has it gripped me as a kid. I was very much a kid of the Pokemania age, you know, 98, 99, the games, the cards, the anime. Um, and all of my mates grown out of it. And I never did. I never did. I still love it. I still sit, play the games, you know, waiting for the new games, all that. I've got my eldest into the poke. I, I never played it as a kid. I think nobody did. I think everybody just used to collect the cards, didn't they? And never, didn't have a clue what yeah, to do with them. Didn't play the card game <laughs> properly. Not no way. No. Yeah. No. But it's brilliant, mate. It's absolutely brilliant. I've, I bought. You can get it in the shops. I was going to say shop then. Get it in most shops. Um, it's like a, a battle deck. It's like twenty quid, and it, honestly, it's one of the best things I've ever bought because me, my my eldest now. Every every other Sunday or something, I'll be like, right, come on, let's have a Pokemon battle. And I've taught her to play, and we just love it. And it's just, it is great. Something I have adored all my life yeah. that she's starting to get to an age where I was when I discovered it. And and it's just like, you know, she's got a favourite Pokemon now and all that. And I, and I love that. Um, so, and yeah, gaming in general, really. Um, I do, I do, you know, love to sit when I can and, you know, smash a couple of hours on whatever game I've I've got or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Drinking used to be, but less of that now. Less of that, a lot less. Is that because of the yeah, used to, used to, I think yeah, it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. Because again, you know, me and my wife, we love we love going to the pub. We always have done. Um, we sort of became mates going to the pub and then got together and all that. And when we had our first. You know, we, you don't go out as much, but you still go out and stuff. Um, and then you have another one, and then you have another one, and it's it's harder to get 
you know, a night off. So you don't get that as often. But yeah. I still enjoy a nice a nice pint in a pub. Not a, I, I was watching the David Beckham documentary before and Gary Neville's talking, someone asked him a question about the Hacienda and he's like, don't like nightclubs. Why do you want to stand in a room with loud music? If I go out or I sit there, chat with my mates, I was like, me and Gary Neville are kindred spirits. <laughs> I, th- I, think that, I think that comes with a bit of age as well. And especially when you're a dad, it's like, you know, you, you don't get out as often as you used to. The time that you do, mm. you want to make it count, don't you? You want to sit, you enjoy a nice beer and enjoy good company and chat to people that you don't get to talk to all the time in the person in, in person. Not yeah. stand in a crowded, sweaty place with your feet stuck to the floor with people barging into you. You know what I mean? You can't get to the bar. It's miserable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. And and another hobby interest um, that kind of has, has sort of put me off them is uh, about eight or nine years ago, uh, I started DJing because off the back of one of the This Is England, um, me and a couple of the other actors uh, got a DJ agent, taught us how to DJ, um, and and we do we do the odd gig here and there and, and stuff, you know, and and that's great fun, and and it, and it allows me to have that. It's the best of both worlds because you you kind of in your DJ booth, so there'd be me and Tom Turgus or Andrew Shin, um, and and we get to have because we don't see each other as much as we'd like to, yeah, um, because we all live all over. Um, and and so we can have that little couple of hours chatting and having a good time, and we're playing music to that to that to that crowd of people who are all stuck on the dance floor, can't talk to each other and all that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's... So it's it's kind of the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, a bit of behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It seems like an interesting life that one. That's an interesting gig. That. It's yeah. It's one of them, mate. It can very much like so when we when we first started doing it, um, my eldest was very young um, and it, we, we'd get when we first started doing it like off the back of this in England we'd get booked up loads I remember doing like you know weeks of doing like three or four nights back to back and it's very because it, it's one of them I think you feel like you have to be a part of the party right. so obviously you have a drink and stuff like that and, and it gets it gets it, fair play to people who can carry it on and sustain it for like a long time I mean like I say I'm not a DJ I do a bit of DJing every now and again. But, you know, it is, I remember doing, I think I did three nights and they were all, one was in like somewhere in the middle of Scotland. Right. And then the next night was in Wolverhampton. And then I had a night off, came home, had a night off. And then the next night was in like Bath, I think. And then the next one was in, I want to say like, uh, where was it? Like Cambridge. And I got to Cambridge with my mate. My mate came with me and we were sat having a coffee. And it was about four hours before we were supposed to, And I had to ring my agent and go, I can't do it. I can't. I, just, I went, all I wanted to do at that point, I remember it that dead vividly. I think my wife was a bit ill as well. She was a bit poorer and, and the baby, uh, my eldest, was, was little. And I was just like, I don't want to be anywhere else in the world other than at home right now with yeah. my wife and my child. And I said that to my agent and he went, yeah, fair play, mate. Just knock it on the head. And I was like, good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Straight on the train back home. Apologise to me, mate. You'd made a <laughs> a trip. Not worth it. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of travel though, isn't it? I always think that about like, um, yeah. like gigging comedians and that, you know, just doing the circuit all the time. And, and that's it. It's life on the road. And then, like you say, you know, there's a reason why, 
a lot of older a lot of older actors, a lot of older comedians. I don't know what how it is now, but you know, you go and do your show. There's that adrenaline rush, you know? You go and do it. Even with DJing, you get that hour where you're the focus, you're the adrenaline. Your, your, your adrenaline's going. You're like, oh, this is great. And then it finishes. Yeah. It's, it's, you don't go and sit in your hotel room and go to sleep. You go, let's go and have a drink. The same with theatre, the, the, the little theatre that I have done. You know, you do the play, you get all that adrenaline, and then you go in the theatre bar. And, and it is, like you say, you know, there's a reason why, you know, people like Tommy Cooper, and, and and comedians of that age where they were, you know, really yeah. big drinkers because it's it's you have it's you can't just go right stop now okay put me back in my box yeah because you, you you know you're just like oh you cheat up you just got a big applause or people dancing and screaming to songs that you play and it's it's or or, or you know uh, an applause in a theater or whatever so it's um yeah yeah fair play to people who can kind of sustain that and sustain that well you know i think it's uh yeah be a tough one to do it's gotta be it's it's gotta be some somewhat easier now i would imagine in the modern world we live in to be able to sort of separate that life a little bit you know you may maybe going back to your hotel room you've got your laptop your phone you got you know you got all these things that are accessible that's it yeah back in the day Talking about Tommy Cooper back in there, what would he do? He couldn't go anywhere because everyone knew who he was and would want to buy him a drink yeah. anyway. So yeah. he may as well just go and stand in the bar and carry That's on, it. Carry no on being do, the, guess, the yeah. centre of attention, hadn't he? You know, it's like... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that is the thing, like, uh, you know, the odd DJ sessions that I do do now, it has because most of them nowadays are with Todd Motergus and he's he's a dad as well. Yeah. Um, it is little lads like three, some of that. So we're a lot tamer now. We'll go, we'll do the DJ set. We'll normally go for food. Go and have a bit. That's that's a good thing to do. Yeah. That's a good one. So if you can't, you know what I mean? There's a lot in that. I remember doing that after a gig actually a few years back. We've done this gig in Manchester. Um, and on the, my wife had come with. And on the way home, because we, we live in South Manchester, so you have to drive down, like, uh, they call it like the Curry Mile, don't oh, they? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, let's get out here. Let's get out here and have a curry. And it was about it was about two in the morning. And my <laughs> wife was like, what? And I went, let's let's get out and have a curry. She's like, what are you want about? I was like, we're going to go home and order food. Let's get... And we sat in a restaurant. But again, that's what people used to do back then. I was like, that was the thing. You go out, have a night out, and then you go on the Curry Mile and you have a, you have a scrap. Yeah. And my wife found it dead weird, but it was dead nice because you're eating you're socializing you're sobering up <laughs> that's the way yeah yeah that's 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 how parenting gets you you've got to plan things like yeah. that it's kind of a, yeah. Yeah. strategy <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of strategy goes into it doesn't it what time do we have to pick up tomorrow right okay well if i go if i go to sleep by this time drink a pint of water <laughs> yeah in theory should okay. you should be fine yeah yeah I've been on a couple of stag do's recently. Um, oh. A couple that have come up in, in like a month of each other. And uh, a couple of the older blokes there, you know, their kids are all sort of adults now. Yeah. So they're just enjoying being with the lads type of thing. And all those lads are like... They're the worst ones as well. <laughs> all those lads, <laughs> so so to speak, lads, uh, got like five, six, seven-year-olds and we're all like three pints in. We're like, oh, so ready for bed, mate. <laughs> just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 
that's it. I think you get a second wind when you get older, though, because I because I've been on a, a couple of stag do's like that, and like where the young ones go, going, hey, go away, might go for a quick siesta. Yeah. And the older blokes don't. The older blokes don't sleep on holiday. They'll go out at eight o'clock in the morning with you and the lads, and they'll meet you when you've woke up and carry on. And they've been in the pub all that time while you've had a three hour kip, yeah. and they steam on. Oh, Love yeah. it. Yeah. Second wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well, look forward to them days. So before we get into the final question, do you want to give us some of your plugs and tell us where people can find you and what you've got going on? Or you've got your film um, stuff going on as well. So, Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'm on uh, all the social medias, whatever they're called this week, uh, yes. X or whatever it is, Andy L.P. Ellis. I think it's the same on Instagram. Um, and yeah, uh, my, my production company as well. Uh, I can do a little shameless plug there. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, odd draw digital drawer is in like a kitchen drawer so d-r-a-w-e-r uh, odd draw digital.co.uk um yeah i don't like doing pluggy stuff but yeah you want to follow me and see yes. me moaning about normally the tories feel free yeah well hopefully most of our listeners are interested in that kind of thing so <laughs> <laughs> On to your final question, and this one is like it is my favourite question, and it gets a, a wide variety of answers, and uh, and and they've been really good. So, um, is there a famous dad or a fictional character that you base your parenting style on? And this can be as funny or as as straight up as you like. It's up to you. Yeah. So I think about this one, and I was like, oh, I don't want to say Homer Simpson. Because he's a terrible dad, really, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but I've got three kids. <laughs> um, no, I, I think, and I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. and I tell you what, um, what came to mind, there was two things that came to mind. One was a fictional dad, and one was a famous dad who, who we happen to know. Um, it's the fictional one. Did you ever used to watch, was it My Wife and Kids? It was the Damon yes. Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, that came to mind, and I was like, oh. And, then I, and I thought, no, I do. Act a bit like him into like because I just remember watching that and his kids were they were quite a bit. I think he had like two teenagers and then one little girl yeah. and the little girl had that dead clever little boyfriend, didn't she? Or mate, you yeah. weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. You were like five little mate. Um, but I just yeah, I, I think that 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 was a show that I really loved growing up and I really like connect weirdly connected with because it's an American family. Um, and I grew up in South Manchester. Um, but just, I think his parenting style is something that I've kind of took on. Like, I, I enjoy being the fun one. Yeah. Sometimes too much in terms of, like, my wife would be like, right, calm down now. Um, but I do I enjoy kind of winding the kids up, like, messing about, you know what I mean, and, and stuff like that. And I do, there's, there's a thing, and, and, and when I was thinking about this, I was like, oh, I do that all the time. Like, he used to do this thing where his kids would ask him something, and be like, nah. Oh, yeah. yeah, like that, and and I do it all the time to mine with the channel. I'm like, eh, nah, like, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, great question. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think that I did, but then reading that, I was like, oh, I kind of took on Damon Wayne's characters, what was he called Michael Kyle, um. So that's that's the, probably the fictional one. I don't know if I model it on it, but there's just elements of that kind of being a fun dad and just yeah. you know again showering them with love because they were a very loving sort of family. And then the famous dad one, I, I think I've said this on a, on a podcast before, 
I remember um, when we were doing This Is England 86, the first TV series, uh, Steve Graham is two, he's got two kids. Um, and they were they were quite young then. I think his first was was a baby when we did the film, and then his second must have been toddlery age when we came back and did the first series. Yeah. Um, and I just remember him. I, I have this vivid memory of going into where we were doing rehearsals, and he brought his 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 kids with him, and and he was just playing with them, but like. It was just, I mean, he's a great actor, so he can just take any, I think he was a dragon, and I believed the shit out of it. Yeah, he was yeah, the yeah. scousest dragon I'd ever seen, but he was the best scout, you know what I mean? But he was just, and, and, and I always I, I remember it, just, just seeing the joy and then going, oh, I can't wait for that, because yeah. I've got that imagination. Anyway, as a creative, as an actor, you know, like I say, my, my, my dad was working, you know, mad shifts and all that so he didn't really have that he did when he got time off have time to kind of play and engage with us but you know for a lot of my life like we had to go through the house like if we had mates around about shh my dad's in bed because he worked nights or shh my dad's in bed or my dad'll be home in a minute we need to chill out or you know yeah. stuff like that and um, and i and i just thought that's the kind of dad i think i want to be i want to play i want to get involved not just go have that take that do you know what I mean? Go yeah. entertain yourself, and um, and I thought that I did that a lot, but then we discovered Bluey. You watched Bluey? Yeah, we watched Bluey. Yeah, Bandit man, Bandit is the dad of the, the, that dad's got loads of time. What a dad, dad of the year, dad of the century. I mean, it's a dog, it's a cartoon dog that realizes it's our daft now, but that kind of level of just we want to play this game, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm cooking dinner, but okay. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I think sometimes as um, you know, when you grew up, I had a good imagination as a kid. I used to write stories. I used to do a lot of stuff like that. And as you grow up and you become an adult, you kind of get that just like they teach it out of you, don't they? When you enter work, the workplace. But you as an actor, I imagine that's been allowed to just sort of flourish, and and you keep. Yeah. That. You do. There's times where you lose it. Like I say, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of that stuff. And there's times where you kind of, the last thing you want to do is kind of, you know, be the, but, you know, yeah, I think you've got to hold on to that. And yeah, keep that creative alive. I've recently done a, a CBB's cartoon, which is like the best thing in the world because I've yeah. finally done something my kids can watch because they're not watching This Is England for a while, let's face it. They're not watching The Walking for a while. That's do you know fair. what I mean? They, they, they can watch Super Tato and they love it. I'm like, because, you know, when I read them stories of a nighttime, I do daft voices and stuff like that. So them being able to see it and then get, oh, that's what dad does is, is, is cool. It's really nice. And that was another win as well, actually. That's another one for you on before. I forgot about that. My um my wife got pulled up at, at, at reception second child's in reception, and my wife got pulled up the other day by a teacher and she went, "Can I just ask you, is dad?" And my wife's like, "Oh, what's he going to say here?" <laughs> and she went, "Is he chilly and super tayo?" And my wife went, "Yeah, how do you know?" And she's like, "Oh, it's all that she's gone on about." <laughs> but we didn't know whether she was like whether it was true or not. I was like, fair play, because I wouldn't believe it from a four-year-old. 
Oh, my dad's Superman. Yeah, all right, okay. My dad's a talking vegetable in a cartoon. And they'd watched it. They'd watched it that day in nursery. Oh, great, yeah. Which, which blew my mind because that, I said to my wife, I was like, I remember them rainy days in infant school when they wheel in, probably not wheel in a TV now, they've got it on a smart board, but they wheel in a TV. And I remember watching like Spider in the Bath and the skeletons, whatever they were called, the funny bones and stuff funny like bones, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're really vivid memories in my head of being a kid. And I said it to my wife, I was like, I have a vivid memory in all their little minds now when they get older and they remember rainy days at school. I'm a part of that. That's cool. That blew my mind. Yeah. That was a win. I should have incorporated that before. We'll keep that in. It's definitely a win. It's definitely a win. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to just jump back to This Is England. Did you say you were 15 when you were first in the film? Uh, yeah, no, I was 15. Yeah, 15 when uh, when I got the part um, in This Is England. I was probably probably about that age when I watched it, to be honest. And clearly, you know, if anyone's seen it, they'll know I probably shouldn't have been watching it. But, you know, <laughs> back then back then things were a little bit different. Um, yeah. So did you, would you have had to get like a, just to get like a sign off from the parents to say that you're allowed to be in this film that's going to be a, an age? Yeah, you, you have to do that anyway when, you, when you're young. Again, I'm sort of going through things like that with my eldest now because she's had a few auditions from going to the yeah uh the drama classes and stuff <clears throat> and yeah you have to sign like you know it's all done properly and, and stuff like that um parents have to you know you have to get licensed from school that's a whole big thing oh, yeah. you have to yeah. go to school and say look they might have to have this time off and da, 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 da. Um, so yeah i mean i think the thing is is i was i was 15 but i, I was i was always um and quite, you know, growing up in 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 Withenshaw, I was always quite. I don't want to say like street savvy because it makes me sound like a bit of an idiot. But like, do you know what I mean? So, the kind of themes and 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 stuff that that were in the film was stuff that I, you know, I'd I'd kind of seen anyway. You know, I, I you know I was, my first week of high school was like nine eleven happened, so, I seen them horrible people, bullying. The people that look like the people that did that. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And 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 so it wasn't anything. The themes in, in this is England with the you know, it, the only thing that opened my mind was like, oh, it happened then. That was it because I was going. I thought this was a new thing. I thought like people were being horrible to to them people because of the all. You right, know, I see. And it's mean, like yeah. no, it's 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 always been a so, thing. And you're it's like, always oh my been God. around. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And how bad it was, you know, with the yeah. with the with the the skinhead culture that was a really beautiful culture that was um, a Jamaican culture that was brought over here and, and a kind of mix of, of Jamaican and English. And then it got took over by that really evil, horrible side of it mm. and, and, and soured it. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know what a skinhead was. I mean, I've got the sort of skinhead now, but um, when I uh, when I auditioned for the part, um, I always had a skinhead as a kid. It was just cheap. My mum just go around to my grandma's and my uncle would bone me head. I was so I always had a skinhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the done thing, wasn't it? I think I think everyone did. Late um, night is and that, and then Beckham had it, didn't he? So, you know. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had the weekend and all that. But, yeah, you know, and when I went into the audition, like, I, I didn't get what a skinhead was because I was like, I had a skinhead. Is that, but it, obviously it's, it's, it was a culture. It was, it was a, yeah. you know, still is, you know, um, 
and and so that was fun. That was fun to to learn about that kind of stuff, and it was great because, you know, my my mum was a young mum. She had me at like eighteen, so she was a she was a teenager in the eighties. So I got to live my mum's sort of teens, which was really cool. Because I went all in, I listened, I listened to all the music, and you know, really, really delved into it and and, and stuff. And I, and I and I really enjoyed it. It was a, a I feel like I've like you say I've lived the eighties, you know. And then when we did ninety, I was born in ninety, and 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 again, I was like, oh, I'm getting to kind of live that kind of. You know, it's all fake. So I'm, I'm not mad. <laughs> I know it's not real. Yeah, it was yeah. 2014, not 1990. But you yeah. know, it, it, when you when you're in these sets and you get to, you know, you get to pick up stuff because everything's sort of you know real there. I remember with Nightmare, I was buzzing because they had the NES, the Nintendo, and I was like, oh, in, in gadgets flat. I was like, mint, yeah, love that. I had one of them, and you know, just things like that. You know, it was there. Uh, yeah, good fun. Yeah, so was it was it actually working? It wasn't just like a prop. No, it was working. Yeah, 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 it was it working. Is, yeah. Um, which I think was a great idea at first, but then I was I was just playing the NES then. Do you know, what I, mean? I was just sat there. I'm playing you, that now. Get you to do <laughs> the next to scene, slack. and you just sat there. Like, <laughs> yeah, hang on a minute. I just finish this level. I've got I've got to kill Bowser, mate. I'm not bothered, Shane. I'm not bothered. <laughs> I've, got to, I've yeah. got to save Zelda. Yeah, is it? Is, <laughs> this is England. <laughs> it's funny actually because. Um, I probably watched it one of the first times with my mate with the same age, but, and, and my, like our parents are pretty much the same age and, and they grew up through it in the eighties. Yeah. So like, I remember like watching it once and so like saying to me, mom, like, yeah, why don't you watch what, come and watch this with me. You'll love it. Cause it's like the eighties. And she was like, she watched a bit of it and she was like, yeah, I grew up in that. <laughs> don't necessarily need to watch it all again like, you know, but, <laughs> i used to think well i found i've found this like new thing type of mm, thing you know yeah it's like, well that was the yeah. that was the great thing about it i think the series as well you know it came the first series it came not long after like things like skins yeah you know um and, and stuff like that and in between us and stuff so it, it had that group our age, you know, obviously I watched it because I was in it, but like, had I not been in it, I'd have probably watched it because I like skins. I liked in between us. Oh, it's another young group of people. And so our age would sit and watch it, but then exactly right. Like our mums or grandparents would sit and watch it because it's like, Oh, I remember that. Cause yeah. Shane always opens up every episode with that montage of the time. Yeah. And my mum would go, Oh God, I forgot about that. Oh Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nelson Mandela, or whatever was happening, and you yeah. know, oh yeah, Gaddafi, all that kind of stuff. You sort of news all the time now, isn't it? So picking out them little moments and going, bloody hell, yeah, you know, and and they did it cleverly with I think the first series was it eighty six, yeah, because it was all based around the uh, Euros, yeah, it was all based around the Euros, which was nice. So you know, everyone. I mean, I'm I'm not massively into football, but I can remember where I watched every, you know, half decent whenever we did do play half decent England game. Yeah, and I think that's just a thing in it. So all the the grown ups are like, oh, I remember watching that when Gaza was crying. Yeah, I remember being in the pub like they were. You know what I mean or whatever. So sticks, it had a great appeal, really. Sticks in the mind, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Right, mate. I won't take up too much more of your evening. No, no worries, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Thanks for coming on and chatting and sharing 
sharing your dad life. <laughs> it's been fun. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been great. 